Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. I'm here in San Jose, California from my hotel room where I performed last night with Anya Marina, who you just heard singing. And now you're going to hear her talk. What Go up, Anya. What up, what up, what up, San Jose? <laughs> <laughs> that we only have people in San Jose listening. <laughs> Um, and surrounding areas in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, Andrew <laughs> is uh, at a hotel in Huntsville, Alabama. Yep, Welcome down to here. The show. What's up, Huntsville? What's going on out there, Huntsville? <laughs> and Noah is in Tucson, Arizona, which is how I like to say it. Tucson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tucson, represent 520. <laughs> Hell yeah, five dude. 484. <laughs> is that what you're in, Andrew? 484. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably a pretty good guess. <laughs> It does, doesn't it go across the country like 
it starts like low numbers and then it goes across and get no because 310 is la i guess it's zip codes <laughs> zip codes go they, oh, they're right. ones zero on the east coast they're ones yeah zeros on the east coast and then nines on the west well new york and is 917 and 212 though no, yeah. that's we're talking about zip codes now, Bubba. Oh yeah, oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. Zip codes. Yeah. Um. So we are in. I don't know which zip we're in. Nine five zero one four. Oh, because Anya's from here. Um, gotcha. from the coop, Cupertino. So I was just saying, Andrew said we look like we're in the Beastie Boys, and I was just saying that I, whenever the Beastie Boys <laughs> are brought up, I always like to change the conversation really quickly because it's one of those bands i don't even calling it a band you're gonna be like what they're not a band they're a a, you know group a rap that i don't know anything about i only know that one like um i think i know maybe one song but i don't know anything and i know that cool people like yes i know that one yeah um for your right to to leave this conversation because i don't know anything about the beastie boys (laughs) and it's they them and the wu-tang clan those are my two things that i go they're cool people know them and i don't know anything about them i know rizza i know method man is in it but i don't know anything about anyone in it you knew more than i did really oh but yeah do you, is there a, do you have any you guys have any insecurity things of like when it gets brought up and you just go like Ugh, i'm i'm so not cool right now i gotta get out of this boy meets world what you bring that Wait, up why? and i never know what it is and but i that's get scared an and i want to leave the room yeah it's not about coolness though and no one we're not boy meets world is <laughs> not cool <laughs> so funny. you brought up a band last night in the green room with the other comedian <laughs> and you guys were bonding about it and i was like i have no idea about really? this band it was like a boy band or something oh. that everyone should know it, i don't remember it was that. it backstreet or what was aaron carter's band no oh it wasn't that backstreet boys aaron backstreet carter boys was, was just solo was nick carter's brother and aaron carter was solo um yeah but yeah, do you guys have any Andrew Noah? Is there any? I don't. Uh, Aaron Carter. When people. God, it was so, so Topanga of you. Sorry, Anya. Uh, yeah. Leave you out. <laughs> movies. God. For me, it's just Topanga to say right now. Um, I don't know. Movies. Let's talk to Ben Savage about oh, it. Yeah, movies. It. Reservoir Dogs. Tarantino. Get me out of there. Any really? Truffaut or like Scorsese or. Um, Scorsese? Who's the guy I auditioned with? Scazy. Sca- that's why I don't even want to. Scazy. Wow. you're correcting Scorsese. you. Scabies. Didn't you audition yeah, what for is it, Francis Picano? Ford Coppola? Yeah, Pacino? Coppola. When I, uh, Coppola. Hamlet. When he br- asked me to do a thing as Hamlet, I go, I don't know what Hamlet is. I know, oh, of I course, I know of Hamlet. Coppola but. asked you to audition as Hamlet? Well, I was doing this read of this line, and he just kept giving me different, like, okay, say it like a woman who's saying goodbye to her son that she's sending off to work. Oh say God. it like someone who's breaking up with someone. Say it like, now do it like Hamlet. And I oh go, I don't know what that means i've never seen it i know i love that i, wish I know I that's a guy holding audition. a skull going to be or not to be but that's the end of my knowledge i don't know what that means though what you does know, that mean do you I would know what either. that means i would I'd would be you like, say what would you say to him would you lie hamlet is more it? performative just, just more performative like this <laughs> really god see that's where i do not do well i just tell the truth i cannot fake it uh my opener this weekend caleb signed and he was saying that when an Uber driver asks him what his profession is, he just says, I work in IT. Because, you know, <laughs> because being a comedian, they get too interested. They start talking about how they're comedians and they could have been one or they tried it before. Or do you know that? Do you know Raz J? And I'm like, no, I don't know this one guy that you went He's to go see IT? do an open mic once. Raz <laughs> J. Like, <laughs> what did you say? He goes, is he in He's IT? He's in IT. Yeah. 
he, Stanley uh, Kubrick. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Who the hell is that? Oh, I don't. Get uh, that's me a out cool of one. 2000. Ugh. I like. You can ask Odyssey me about things. Nerd I kind of know a here. couple things. Like <laughs> I know that someone had their eyes like open in that, so I can reference things from those uh, movies. And it goes. Yeah. Ooh, doo, doo, My eyes were closed doo, doo. watching it. it or maybe that's like Planet of the Apes. I don't know. Um, but anyway, Caleb said that he says IT, and I go, I would never say that because I don't know anything about IT. And he goes, but they never ask. They will yes. never ask a follow-up. And I go, what if the guy is that's driving is an IT, which he wouldn't be if he was driving an Uber. No. Um, he goes, that's happened before, and they just go, yes, yeah, fucking IT, right? Like, there's no follow-up. And, and I go, what if they ask, what do you do in IT? He says, I fix old ladies' computers. <laughs> yeah. I still wouldn't want to, I wouldn't even want to do that because it's like, what kind of yeah. processor you usually use? What do you recommend for? Oh, I yeah. Just, Terrifying. I'd be like, dude, you got to get a Dell. IT is good because like, well, it's specific, but it's still general enough. You know, like if it's too specific, people want to know about it. Like, you know, if you're like a sheep herder, you're like, what? You're a sheep herder? I guess How's I would that? ask like, more. If, if someone said they were in IT, I'd want to know like, but what do you do? But I guess maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> but I just, I wouldn't be able to, if someone said Hamlet, to just do a fake accent and like guess. I think so many people are good at like, that. these are people like you, Anya, that are good at getting deals. They like ask for what they like. They just they can like fake it a little bit and act like yeah I deserve this or like yeah you know. But no, I think I would driver, also say uh, I have no idea what that means. Hamlet. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. The Uber um, driver also doesn't want to seem dumb and not know what IT is. I feel like people when you say something like that, they're like, oh yeah, IT. Oh IT. You know, yeah. they don't want to go. What is IT? You know, what I mean, like I'm in the Beastie Boys and see if <laughs> they have the same yeah, reaction. You know, one died. Actually, yes, I do know that, and I know that he. See, I know about him, Adam Schlesinger. No, no. no. But do you know close. it? MCA. Adam. His name is Adam. He died right after COVID started. Yeah. And he was he uh, from cancer. Friends with a lot though. of comedians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of cancer. Um, I gave. But that's I all sold I know grilled about cheese them. to one of the guys. That was pretty cool what? in New York. Oh, I sold cool. grilled you cheese to one of the Beastie You did, boys. or you did. No, I know I did. I know oh, I did. Know Darian, which yeah, one? To yeah. which one? <sighs> Gosh. What did he look this like? This is, yeah. <laughs> Jewish. Did you get cancer from your grilled cheese? <laughs> yeah, I put a little too much uh, Havarti in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember his order? Do you remember his uh, order? Do you remember his order? He said, I want grilled cheese and you can't stop. Yeah. Do you have, <laughs> is there anything... <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things they feel really insecure about not knowing. I mean, wars, oh, po politics, geography. Yeah, for me, Just I was like watching her, like etiquette <laughs> stuff, like at the dinner table. Oh. Like, I don't know how to set a plate. I don't know where the fork or knife or napkin go. I just kind of that. It. Though I think you're lame if you. Not that you're lame, but I don't think that's something anyone should know. I just read this article that said etiquette is gone, boundaries are in, because so much etiquette is letting people walk all over you and like doing what is supposed to be right for these arbitrary reasons that were like set in stone when we used to have slaves. Like, it's just not, there's no reason. It's like, oh, this is your slave fork. And it's like, don't, that's the one <laughs> right. that the slave is supposed to put there. It's like, okay, well, we don't need that anymore. Like master bedroom, you don't say anymore. Do you know that? Oh, because it's, oh, um, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, so realtors say primary bedroom. Well, my friend has a new house and I was just going through it. We were looking at the guts of it, real estate term. And we were going through, and it's um, they had a, it's this mansion she's buying. And it's this creepy. I mean, it's like really r run down, but it has 
made a made staircase because oh yeah they essentially just didn't want to see the help right there's this little staircase built in this house that doesn't really need it like they have a huge staircase but they just didn't want to run into she was like it's essentially they just didn't want to run into black people in their house it's just like oh i mean they do that with apartments in new york still today they have like different entrances for like the affordability homes like they have some of these places they build these skyscrapers and then they have parts for poor people that are like rent stabilized and they have different entrances so you don't see them they essentially have oh, their own made stairs Christ. still so you don't um, yeah it's pretty wild it's a bummer um but yeah i there's well, architecture I, I have no idea about that's something that when people bring it up like, like this is modern die oh okay yeah, stuff like know. that like uh, they yeah, are like yeah. art, oh, art. art oh that's yeah. a basquiat I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> I don't think people expect you to know what Basquiat's are, though. Like, I don't think that's. <laughs> yes, they. I do. do think people expect people in their late 30s to know about the Beastie Boys. That is like, you don't. Oh, you're yeah. cool, and you don't know the Beastie Boys. I'm talking about like stuff that Tarantino. You don't know Tarantino films. You don't know about the conflict in Yemen. Like these are things. But I feel like art is like a certain type of person might be like, you need to know what that is, but. Anya, you're good about art, I feel like. I know art, but I don't know any of the other stuff <laughs> you guys are talking about. how do you know art? About. I just know like a Rothko or a Basquiat and that's it. I'm, I know, a, I mean, honestly, I, I, and Jackson I could Jackson Pollock. Yes, you know I that could, reference. I know all the impression. I know Monet. Pointillism. Yes. Yes. I think I could figure that out. Pointlessism is this <laughs> yeah. conversation. Van Gogh. Uh, but I, should I say the Reno thing? We were Van in Goff. Reno. And Nikki goes, you know, a fun fact about Reno that's crazy is Reno is more west than Los Angeles. Yeah, I was looking at fun facts about them so I could roast them. And yeah, Reno's more west than Los Angeles. And I was like, huh. And I'm from California. And I go, Reno is more west than Los Angeles. And then I go, (laughs) oh, because of the globe. Because of the curve of the globe, she said. Oh, and then she's wait. like, no, it's just more <laughs> My joke was that this doesn't matter to people in Reno because you guys are all flat earthers anyway. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but that is true because the, if you think, like, if you're just California, thinking of California, though, you don't know. California goes way, they dip way it goes um, like east. This. Yeah, mm. it dips. Um, and then gotcha. what I didn't know was Baja, like, all the way down was like, when we were in Mexico, I didn't understand the topography or geography. I guess topography I got. I'm like, that's a mountain. That's a, a valley. But the geography of Mexico. When I'm anywhere, I never know where I am. And any, anytime I, no I fly where somewhere. I am right now. Andrew lived in St. Louis for literally a year <laughs> and three months and did not know what part of the state St. Louis was in. Oh, yeah. I've, I'd be guilty of no that, idea. too. Yeah. That, to live in a place? <laughs> I know. It's what bad. about New York? Do you know where... Kingston, could you find it on a map? Like, could you get within 50 miles pointing I think, on a blank map of New I York? I think so. But, mm. like, I need to drive a city to really get to know it well. Mm. And I need to, yeah, I, I'm guilty of that. I lived in Portland, Oregon for a really long time and then realized I don't know any surrounding areas. And I don't even really know if I could find this on the map. Yes, there is a geography app that all my girlfriends downloaded on the on our app or our chat group. And you like, it gives you a country and then it lights up like five countries to choose from that it could be. And you guess which one and you realize how fucking stupid you are and how there's so much it's out Papua there that you don't Guinea. know. Yeah, Papua New Guinea or Burkina Faso. Um, even Sierra like, Leone. Yeah, there, but no you idea. realize there's yeah. so much. Did you hear, that? did you know that astronauts when they go 
to space, they a lot of times have an existential crisis when they get back. I read that they get last really depressed. Week. Yeah, that they. What's the syndrome called again? I forget the feel name like of it. They see that the it's too like the universe is that big. Like it's and that like no, that Earth is so vulnerable. Yeah, like that 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 yeah. they look down at it and they see it as just like this little thing that's like so precious and so insignificant in the scheme of things and they oftentimes are really depressed and they all oftentimes get really into climate change when they get back and they get into preserving what we have and i'm like everyone needs to go to space this would be so good for the world for people to have that kind yeah, of yeah i feel like if you spent a, a day in mars you'd you'd appreciate earth a little bit yeah you know what i mean like just go try to live <laughs> on any other planet well, if you- <laughs> a day in mars a night a night in Mars. Like st- we stayed hour. at a motel the other night, and I'm like, I am so grateful <laughs> for like for hotels, hotel rooms that <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, open out onto yeah, a parking yeah. lot. Yeah. I was just like, any kind of experience where you're taken out. I think that's why travel is so important, is to see because that that app really taught me like, God, I live in such a what is it, um, e- ecocentric. I have such an ecocentric point of view of the world of like America fuck yeah like that's all there yep. is right and there and anywhere else just not well, that doesn't that matter it just I feel doesn't that exist way. in my head i feel like people should live in like new york city or san francisco or places where diversity everyone's to, like kind of together and like working together and then I go back to your better town. people though have you been we've lived in these places it's like they're the cultural divide is not <laughs> Go, what do you mean like, like in you know oh, stepping oh, over like, homeless people doesn't make you more compassionate to them it makes you desensitized to them well that's true but i i don't know i think it i think i definitely was more ignorant before i went to new york city yeah about cultures yeah that's a good yeah. point um yeah i remember the, uh, there was an asian person that spoke like with a new york accent and being from florida like oh. i was like whoa like <laughs> i know that's like the dumbest that. thing ever <laughs> but like i'm like whoa what'd what that the? sound like andrew He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna lose his SNL. You can't boy. You don't stop. Yeah, he sent us this video oh over God. the weekend that is so insane. It, have you guys heard of foreign accent syndrome? Foss. It oh, is when you nuts. hit your head and then you wake yes. up speaking a different. Yeah, yes. I had never heard of that. So it's a real I think thing. It happened with me with my lisp. <laughs> <laughs> you had I like a cavity a fixed, <laughs> and then yeah, I actually am. And- I'm actually French. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a clip this weekend speaking of your list that of this guy that does a podcast with his friend and he was like, dude, I have something to tell you. And his friend is like, what? And he was like, I have a lisp. And he goes, no, you don't. And he goes, if I, I don't have it if I concentrate really hard, but if I just talk the way I want to, like if I say <laughs> thicken, he was like, and his friend was just like, what the fuck? And he's like, thicken. And he was like, you say chicken? And he was like, Thicken, and he uh, th- he like stuff like this, and he was like, "But Whoa. if I fo- focus on that, I can say church." And he was like, "Oh my god, your lips have to move so weird." To- <laughs> he was like, "Now I realize." And they are that's laughing speaking so in hard. Hamlet, I think. That's yeah. Hamlet. I think that's what. <laughs> if you focus, can you not have a lisp? Uh, that's what yeah, I want to know. Yeah, when I'm on stage, I usually pr- uh, enunciate um, better than I do. Don't trust the audience. We've heard you. No, oh. I'm just no, when you're no. On stage, I think it I think when I away. talk with a little bit more commanding, I end that's up like with speaking purpose, with purpose, yeah. or but like God, thinking about annoying. every word. But that's too exhausting. Yeah, it's like that Andrew Tate guy that everyone loves. He talks like this, and everyone listens to him because he enunciates well. Oh, you know? I've never listened to him. I don't know him. <laughs> 
Probably he's my backstreet like boys. Foreign accent <laughs> syndrome, though, is like when you bump your head. And this woman that I sent the video of, she started talking like with the Queen's British, and she, she was this woman. And her kids were like, "Mom, you don't sound hood anymore." They're all like, they're they're you know. Lat- Latinas Latina. living in like you know rural Texas, and the mom is like, does this "Oh, happen? I love like tamales," and they were like, "She's like, my children make fun of how I say tamales now," and it's it's so British and it's so perfect. She's like, "I," she had jaw surgery, and that's what just happened to her. And they looked at you know it is a real thing. These people aren't putting it on, and they sent it to Anya, and then she got into a deep dive and she found a <laughs> yeah. British woman who bumped her head or something, and then she. She talks, got migraine. She talks like an Asian, like a Chinese man. Like it's, it sounds racist the, the yeah. way that yeah. she talks. If you bumped your head and had to get an accent, what one would you want? Probably Australian. I think people, yeah. the women. That's uh, not that. No, g- girls are into My? British. <laughs> yeah. For you men. Think? Dude. I don't know. Yeah, I've been out. Get... I went out. I remember going out with Australian guys. But were they hot? In, that's true too. That they, they were also very attractive. <laughs> you don't get their face and uh, height. Yeah, Aussie and British is the best. Uh, Aussie I don't is. Know, man. I think Australian no. men. I'm not as like. It's not horny to me. They just seem really nice. Yeah, they seem like they surf and hunt. Like I would I'll take get... you to Tassie. Oh, I'll you take want you Clive down to Owen? Tassie. You want yeah. Clive Owen? Yeah, like it's a it. bad boy that sounds posh. Kind but of British, even Irish is kind of rugged. Scottish is, but I, um, for a girl, I would want, uh, I would want Australian because they just sound clean and like precise, and they just, it's precise. like adorable. They all sound like it's like crispy the way they talk. I love it so much. All right, we'll French be French accents but, for women is hot. Oh yeah, sorry, yes, break, yeah. yes, it's right. It is like that is um they they always seem like they are uh, like Lost. that almost sounds like a little bit Asian. Um, they're Don't they like, seem yeah, lost? they seem lost. Like, yeah. Yes, and I that's why directions. it's sexy to men. Yeah. They need yeah. help, and they can't find yeah. their way home. And you can roll. come to my primary bedroom. Is, yeah. How does Esther Perel? Oh, Esther Perel. Yes, um, that is. <laughs> she sounds, but she sounds very intelligent when she talks. It's like it sounds. That does not sound lost. Eroticism <laughs> is danger. Okay, we have to go to break, and we'll be right back with more um, the Nikki Glaser podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm on tour right now and besties have been coming out and I am so happy to meet you and I'm so grateful to you for coming to my show and people are having so much fun and I'm so proud of the material I'm doing and I just love to meet you and I love to see you. So if you can afford it, if you can swing it, it would really mean a lot to me for you to come see me on tour. This is, you know, my first time like in some of these theaters and it means a lot. Every single ticket purchase is not lost on me. I am not Taylor Swift who like can sell out stadiums each individual purchase of a ticket means something to me and uh, you make a difference in my life so it means so much to me when you come and if you can go it means a lot if you can't go i hope at some point you can these are the dates that are coming up and i hope to see you there thousand oaks california this friday then uh, valley center california on the 12th that is saturday and then next week it'll be burlington vermont and providence rhode island then we've got uh, Thanksgiving, not doing anything then. I'm looking at my calendar right now. Memphis, Tennessee, 
Hershey, Pennsylvania, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and St. Louis on New Year's Eve, which is a very special show. It's going to be so much fun. Also in January, we've got Albany and Portland, Maine, and uh, New York City on the 28th. That's going to be a big one at the Beacon Theater. And those are my January dates, but there's even more that you can find at NikkiGlazer.com, and you can get tickets and stuff there. And I have new merch, and it's just such a fun show on your marina opening. All the shows plus special guests. You're going to love it. I love you. Thank you for um, your support and have fun listening to the rest of the podcast. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces, like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know, what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Um, met so many besties this weekend. Thank you guys so much for coming out. So many of you um, gave me personalized notes and presents. And I'm wearing a hat from one of you um, that says, I love cookies and Taylor Swift. It's from this girl's bakery. You can get it. What is it? What's the bakery's name? I can't The little hat. Dipper Bakery. The Little Dipper Bakery. It was in Santa in Rosa. One Throw, Washington. Oh, okay. So she's in with, I don't know why she was in Santa Rosa then. Um, so many besties wearing bestie shirts. They were so cute. Yes, so oh, wow. many Aww. podcast merch shirts. And um, I have new merch that sold really well this weekend. That was very exciting. Anya's wearing one of the shirts. It'll be available I on my this website one. soon. Um, yeah, you came out, guys. Thank you so much. And um, so many, uh, yeah, just so many nice. Uh, they uh, They gave me a lot of letters and... It's just a lot to read. I can't. I just had a girl write me be like, was it too long? I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I haven't read it yet because it's, I just, it's too, it's too many feelings and I feel bad, but I just, I don't, but I'm going to read them. I'm going to read them. I should read them, but I have to remember, I I told Chris this weekend, I texted him and I was like, you know, I just, there are three people cried at my meet and greet. It was so nice. They said, I, one girl said I just saved her life. And like, I have to remember this stuff when I get depressed, like how much I mean to even five people is enough to be like, I'm, I am like all the mean things I say to myself. I'm gonna, I told Chris, I'm like, please Mm -hmm. remind me of how, what, what these people said to me and what I meant to them. And cause I would be so sad if Taylor Swift ever got like depressed and was like, I hate my life. And like, I'd be like, but you, but don't, you can't hate your life. I depend on you. And I felt that way this weekend. I was like, oh, I feel like people depend on me to like brighten their day or to be their friend. There was um, 
one guy that was like just moved to Santa Rosa. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to God. I, oh, I memorized yeah. all these guys' names. Steve. All these, Steve, we can't oh forget you. Oh my God. Wait, like, what happened so to Steve? Steve. <laughs> what oh the Steve. 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 What's going on Steve with Steve? Steve was in Santa Rosa. Lord. <laughs> I mean, Matt, even Anya's fiance who was taking the pictures was like, Steve. And I was like, <laughs> I know, my God. He was so cute. He, she um, goes, uh, you know the guy Steve, and I, uh, right away I'm like the guy with the cute sweater. And then Matt goes, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> we all remembered him. It was so funny. He was at the very end of the line. He came alone, and he had a good line. He was like, usually at the end of the line, it's just uh, really the creepers. He was like, I don't know. I'm just like, I just got distracted. Please don't think that he said something that made me comfortable, but I was already comfortable looking into those eyes. Um, he was so oh, cute. Boy. He got a T-shirt. I was like, oh my god, this cute boy is gonna wear my shirt. <laughs> Yeah, he was hot. Um, he came alone in a nice sweater. He came up to the merch booth to me and he goes, all right. And he has a big smile, like perma smile. Really nice, though. Which of these records should I get? Which of these CDs? And I'm like, uh, what do you want? And he goes, what's like the best workout music? And I was like, oh, this one. Like I have one record that's a good workout mix. Steve leaves that whole night. I'm lying in bed going, should my next record be like a workout? <laughs> and and also, Matt goes, just make the songs you make. And, and I'm you're like, like, I just want to make what like Steve wants. Yeah, what <laughs> Steve wants. I just wants. give Steve what he wants. <laughs> Steve told me he had no friends. And he was like, so I listen to your guys' podcast and it keeps me company, which so is shout out to Steve. And we and I was like, because I told Matt, I was like, Steve was so cute. He was like, it worries me he doesn't have friends. And I go, <laughs> I it's know. not, a, it doesn't speak to his character. It just, he, a lot of people he are like. He just moved right yeah he, he just, just moved, moved too. Oh, right. yeah don't judge steve um i had steve was in my dream last night oh my what? god steve was in my dream i never met him i mean what's going on here it wasn't sexual it was just like i uh -huh. saw this guy start to follow me and i was like his name was steve and then i looked that's at not his sexual no <laughs> it's not and i'm running down the park it's raining out it's no, weird it was on instagram he followed i'm not me on wearing instagram. a bra yeah yeah it's so weird oh, not sexual him. at all and he was sending me dick pics but it wasn't sexual <laughs> um yeah he was in my dream and it, he was a baseball player and he was like i'm just because i didn't couldn't gather what he did for a living I, I pictured him picking apples for some reason because oh. I'm like, what do you do in Santa Rosa? It's like wine country. And just jeans and no shirt on. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't sexual. And um, Not at we were all. in the Garden of Eden, and he was picking apple, <laughs> and I ate it. No, um, but oh, the funny another Steve story. <laughs> yeah, I have another Steve story <laughs> too. I don't understand this. How did this Steve make why, such an do you impression? Know why this this is... guys are, he looked like who did he look Jude like? Jude Law, but Jude hotter Law, yes. and more masculine. Yes, and more. And smiley out. and more smiles Jesus. and which approachable I, I, to all men out there if you're a smiler it's so it's such a hot look that you don't mm. even realize and i'm not coming on to steve i'm very happy in my relationship but i my boyfriend smiles a ton and is such a smiley guy guys need to smile more also steve picks up on social cues steve <laughs> knows when to leave the merch table oh my so God. many people are just like i'm gonna suck up 20 minutes of your life and just talk oh, to you it's like, we didn't what? have a merch person last night work in the booth so anya had to be <sighs> out there all night and she came back and she goes if you want to know the weirdos at a show work the merch booth because they just hang out 
no offense to my fans, but like, will you chill? Just go to the merch booth, say hi. No, if you're the normal. ones that we're talking about will not even realize that we're talking about exactly. Them. That is, yeah, you're so right. They don't. They're not going to listen to a podcast. They're not going to hear. No, this. they will listen to it. They'll just but be they like, yeah, that's, that's definitely not me because yeah. we're. If best you're friends. worried, it's you. It's not <laughs> yeah. you because you're self-aware. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That is the. It's like the number one sign. Um. So what did Steve do? Tell us. <laughs> so Steve <laughs> buys a T-shirt of Nikki's, and I'm just like, ah, which size? Okay. He goes. <laughs> I'll oh take God. it right in front XL. of Matt. And you can just Jeez. take it. You don't have to pay for it. Just um can I suck your dick for it? Wait, wait, why am I giving you something? So he gets an Matt's XL actual. and I don't know why I'm like nervous and I'm looking at his body and the first thing I think is like <laughs> this guy is not an XL. He's like a muscular medium. Like he should and then I want to put him in like a tight shirt. <laughs> And I go, I go, I think you're a medium. And then he goes, that's not what we want to hear, Anya. You don't tell a guy oh, he's a smaller wait, size. Wait, when you told me the story, him saying Anya, like, really turned Maybe me I on. Maybe I just added that on. <laughs> <laughs> But guys <laughs> smiling, saying your name. You guys have been like, talking about Steve this whole night. I don't think you guys threw, have fell asleep. Yep. She made him get the white one, and then she threw water on him, too. I so it was yeah, just yeah, really... Yeah. But it wasn't with again, your arms, Steve. I could see Anya casually grabbing his arms, going with your arms. I'm sorry, with your Steve's, with your abs, yeah. with your Steve's cock? looks were already. He was very hot, but if, if he would have had like a less cheery demeanor, I want to be clear about this. Yeah, he would have been Ted Bundy. Yeah, there would not have been the same attractiveness that we would not have been talking about him backstage in the same way. And but he was so nice and so his good energy, like, bubbly and smiley. It was like, and I was just so honored. Our fans are so good looking, by the way. And if you're not, if yes. you're not a good looking person, I don't Your judge you either. Your girls too. Oh my god, what? they're all the girl fans. They're oh, all yeah. gorgeous. Well, last night a girl walked up, and I've met her before. Shout out to Jessica, um, Jessica Fitz. I'm not going to say the last part of your name, but Jessica Fitz. She walked in Simmons. and. She looks exactly like me. And whenever I see a girl who looks like me walking, I always go, do you you're, Do you ever tell your wife she looks like me? Because she looks like me. And then uh, the girl's usually like, um, like, <laughs> like no, uh, but being nice about it. But this girl last night was like, she was so cute. She was like, I've met you before. And I like didn't, I forgot to like say so many things. I forget how she said it, but she was like, before she gave her phone to Matt to take a picture, she was like, can I just use my phone? Because I wrote down a bunch of stuff to I, that I need to, to tell Nikki. And so she went through this whole list and it was so cute. I loved it so much. Great questions. Very interesting. And she was apologizing. She was like, I'm so sorry to the people waiting in line. She was like, and they were like, oh, it's fine. And she goes, I, um, I met Tim, Tim, I got into Tim Dillon because of you. And I, Tim Dillon always says that people know him about him from Rogan, but I know about him from you. And so when I met him, I was like, I'm going to tell him that. But as soon as I walked up to meet him, he goes, you look like Nikki Glaser. Uh, <laughs> she was like, that's how I know you. And uh, that was good. And um, yeah, they were just, everyone was just so nice. And uh, yeah, it was a really fun, um, fun shows. And um so supportive and a lot of I love you Nikki's that are just like randomly Aww. being shouted out that's happening now and it feels so good and so thank you to everyone and we had the craziest thing happen when we went to um, Steve's Santa place Rosa. Santa Rosa Steve's house oh my god I can't. Steve's we gotta get we gotta uh, room. stop distracting me I can't go on <laughs> I gotta finish that dream later does this smile um, help yeah, that's yeah. The he Steve on the show. I wish I had a have picture of Steve. Steve. He got a picture with me, but I was like, God, I want a picture with him. Steve, yeah, if you're listening, over, which I know Steve, you are, DM. will you please DM us it, and set the people need to know our cute fans in a Steve, so they can way. see. 
Yeah, not yes. sexual at all. But like um, picking apples with your shirt off, yeah, <laughs> while like with a stethoscope around your neck, some for some reason. One more thing about Steve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> it's he breaks this Steve Cast. He's such an anomaly because most good-looking men would not have the confidence and good nature that he has to go alone to a show. Too. By yeah. the way, Steve was alone. No friend, Steve. No friend, Steve, but like amiable, like a really warm personality. Yes. I mean, granted, I spent 20 seconds with him, but still. That's One of the best mean. people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> but it's weird because usually good looking guys I want my sister to divorce her husband and marry Steve. <laughs> okay, it's Sandman. Um, maybe Poppy. Yeah. What did you say, Sandman? Sandman. Oh, Sandman. Okay, so we were staying at this, and maybe Poppy. <laughs> I'll think about it. That probably, yeah, you know, up. you and Brenna are together. Anything can happen. Yeah, so, yeah, put her on the shelf. So, oh my God. wait it out. <laughs> wait wait it out. <laughs> so, we went to this hotel called the Motel, called the Sandman in Santa Rosa. My, my assistant Jesus. books my hotels, and so we, it was just like, it was a quaint, it has good reviews. It's like a quaint, refurbished motel that's like, for just wine country enthusiasts passing through. And it was cute. It was clean, but it was a motel. And we get there. We pull in at the Sandman. And we are uh, unloading the luggage. And then I go in to check in at, into the little uh, area. And walk in. And there is a two guys behind the desk. One of them is reminds me so much of White Lotus uh, guy. You know, the no, first season. Armand. Because he barely looks at me and the other guy has to help me. And then Caleb Sinan walks in and he's like, can I help? It is just like all attentive on Caleb. It was, it reminded me of being with my friend Sarah Lena in at the cellar when every guy would ignore me and be like, she's so hot. I can't take it. Every time she would get up from the table. And these are guys that I like had crushes on. And I'd be like, okay, cool. So then, um, He's getting all this attention from the guy that clearly owns the place, and he's this gay guy. I'm assuming gay. Sorry to this man if you are not, but I think we can defer, defer infer, infer from the yeah this conversation infer. how this went mm -hmm. that he's probably gay. He is checks in Caleb. We leave and go get the rest of our luggage. I'm opening the back hatch of the van. Anya is in the driver's seat, and from the rear, from the front of the car to the rear, she shouts, "Aaron Carter just died." And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, I pull my bag and I'm like, that's a bummer. And then Anya goes to check in. And then um, I think Caleb is still in there, by the way. I just came back. I, go, I get my stuff. I go to my room. And then I write Anya and Matt going, hey, what's the Wi-Fi? Because the Wi-Fi needed a username and a code. And Anya goes... Um, and I was like, you know, that guy gave us every other fucking piece of information. He was like, oh, I lived, he was flirting with Caleb. He's like, I lived in LA with my cousin. She was an alcoholic. It was only a couple months. I kind of miss it. But like, and I'm like, what about the Wi-Fi fucking code? <laughs> like yeah, he gives us maybe all Maybe that's what it was. Oh, the pool is open from this to this. The yoga happens. It's like this, no one's doing any of that. It's 40 degrees outside. Give us the Wi-Fi. And, um, I write Anya to say, did you by any chance get the Wi-Fi code? And she goes, no, he gave us every other piece of information. In fact, um, what, then what did you tell me? I said, I looked at his forearm, and then this guy had an Aaron Carter tattoo, like a signature on his forearm. And I said, Whoa. is that what I think it is? And he looks up and he goes, yes. He signed my arm years ago, and I had it tattooed. I go, did you hear? And he goes, yes, I just heard. And I go, oh, my God. 
And he's like, I've been worried sick for four days. I have not been able to sleep. And I just been praying for him. And then I get this news and it's just like ruined my day. And Caleb told me that he had seen it before he found out Aaron Carter died. He saw the tattoo when he was in there because we had not heard. I heard the news after I left and left Caleb in there. He had seen it, and Aaron Carter's face was on the other side what? of his arm. Yes. Oh, so my So this guy God. had a gigantic and big, too. Like, this isn't, like, just, this is bigger than Andrew's forearm tattoos. Like, big, maybe yeah. the Whoa. same size, like the leopard. Yeah. Like, Aaron Carter's face. So, what are the odds that within 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and that's not an exaggeration, of finding out Aaron Carter is dead, you interact with someone with an Aaron, an adult man in his 50s, I'm guessing, with two Aaron Carter tattoos. Unironically. What are the odds? I'm guessing there's probably a thousand people in America with an Aaron Carter tattoo, and I am being generous, but I'm guessing probably a thousand people in America. How many people are in America? Three billion. Three hundred fifty million. I don't know. Three hundred fifty million. I think that's the world. I think it's five billion. Million. Six billion is the world. Five billion or something like that. Three fifty. Um, uh, Three hundred fifty million. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's just saying so it with a thousand. So point zero 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 one percent. Anything you would think would be a Nick Carter tattoo. I mean, the idea yeah. that I mean, Aaron Carter even that is would just, be a story that I'd be telling right now. But an right. Aaron Can Carter tattoo would what? Did his face have a tattoo on the face of the tattoo? Because Aaron Carter has tattoo <laughs> on oh, his face. Interesting. That he would that. have to keep getting. No, we'd have to ask Caleb <laughs> yeah, about that because Caleb it. saw yeah, the face. Because Aaron Carter was littered in face tattoos really yeah oh my god so many dude i saw a video of of you know they had a reality show Mm. with nick carter and aaron carter and they get in this fight and it's like the weirdest their family is so like key west like florida yeah it's people wrote me being like you know he's an animal abuser and i'm like of course he is you guys his life is tragic I, i i'm not support i'm sad someone died and i'm sad someone's mental illness and addictions killed them. I can still be sad about someone and they can abuse animals. I'm, I know I'm maybe a hypocrite there, but it, I think, you know, no one chooses to be an animal abuser. Um, but yeah, I got to check out that video. Will you send that to me? I want to see that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's just I'll so weird. It. Yeah. They get in a full on fight. Cause you know, Nick is huge in Backstreet Boys. And then yeah. Aaron had some fame with like two songs and then, and with two kind of just fell off. Yeah. Hillary Duff. He dated Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Yeah, they like fight fought Whoa. over him. Like he peaked a lot at like the idea of celebrity at like fifteen. And then you fall yeah. off and then your brother's still going strong with the boys. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> he was going he... strong after Aaron Carter with the boys. The Backstreet Boys fell off for a while. Oh yeah, man. that's a good point. I guess for they're like back. Twenty now. years. Well, yeah, oh. Backstreet's back all right now, but um <laughs> do you get that reference? Boy yeah. Meets World. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a song, right? I mean you that was that, a part Sean? of a song. Yeah, Backstreet's Street's back. back. Oh, Back, okay. all right. Um, I went into a Nick Carter hole. Do you do that after someone dies and you like, what was the hole? Nick Carter, Aaron Carter situation? I like that yeah. you didn't go into an Aaron <laughs> Carter hole. But yeah, no, I, do, I sometimes do that. I didn't do it this time. What What did you learn about him? Uh, that he's kind of crazy too. too. Like watching yeah. his like videos, he seems not Read connected. Jeanette McCurdy's book about being a child star. These people have bad parents, yo. Bad parents. Oh, that they throw take all their money. The Disney machine. They do it because they want to get rich off them. It's these kids don't even like you Aaron, don't know what you Aaron's want song, as a kid. His one of his main, his second famous song, favorite song, yeah. or whatever most viewed song. I want candy, and then it's yeah, Aaron's song. Aaron's party, and then Aaron's there's party, one yeah. of 
there's one about just getting tickets to get to Nick's show. That's the whole song. He's like, oh, hey, man, shit. I want tickets to your brother's show. Can you hook me up? And That's then he's like, yeah, I could hook you up. Oh. And then he calls Nick and he's like, Nick's like, all right, I can get you tickets. I can get you 12. He's like, I need 3,000. He's like, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. That's like the whole song. Oh, my God. Like, really? That says a lot. That's going to be me writing to my managers this <laughs> fucking week about Taylor Swift tickets. If any of yeah, my besties yeah. have hookups to Taylor Swift tickets, I am looking to go to about 12 of her dates. <laughs> and I will pay. I just want the hookup to get the ticket because I'm not signing up for Capital One. I'm not going on a waiting list. I just can't. I don't even. That stuff stresses me out. I'm not trying to be like elitist about it. Like, I'm a celebrity. I don't have to wait. I wouldn't do it if I weren't. I can't. I, it's just. Someone I sent me a TikTok the other day. Really? Jake Owen? Yeah. Oh, well, that is one. Sparks That's Fly? another one. But um, Talk to no, Lucy I'm, from uh, oh, Lu- Nashville. Well, Lucy is uh, a Swifty. So. Yeah. She has yeah. a connection. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I, and I <laughs> wanted to talk about one more thing before we go. Okay. Selena yeah. Gomez documentary. Did you guys hear the drama around that? Real quick, yes. and then we can go to break and come back yes. about she it. She dated People Bieber, are... right? Is that what the drama's about? Bieber? No. Or no? no. Oh. Is it the thing how she didn't mention all her friends? Yes. Taylor? She said her best friend in the industry, she only has one friend in the industry, and it's Taylor Swift. And then her f- then E posted something about like that that headline of Taylor Swift is my only friend in the industry. Everyone else is like fake or whatever. I don't know what how she said it. And then her the girl who's her friend, who I guess is an actress... I don't know this girl's name, but she gave her a kidney. She (gasps) writes under it, interesting. She comments under it, interesting. And then Selena Gomez on a separate thing writes, sorry I didn't mention everyone I know. (laughs) And so this girl, she's just referring to her as someone she knows that gave her a fucking kidney. No, isn't that taken out of context? (laughs) No, she... She was really referring to her? No, it was taken out of her body. (laughs) She could have just said, I meant the music industry or I meant like we're not that close anymore, but now she's... For to say, sorry, I didn't mention everyone I know is not the oh. best response. And I can't wait to see the Selena Gomez documentary. Anya and I had plans to watch it a million times this week, but we Let's got caught up it. with Steve. Oh, Steve. I'll watch it. I, I would like a documentary like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think I'd give my kidney to Steve. Yeah. For Steve, sure. I want to know about that sweater too. Didn't it have like a <laughs> chevron on it? It was like. It was just a navy sweater with a red stripe. Across, oh, okay. For some reason, I pictured it being a chevron. Steve, wherever you oh, got that sweater, I want to buy a chevron. From a- exactly. Just like a little. Flaggy Beastie boys, you should know what that is. Oh my God. But the red, <laughs> right, the red right now. was like a, um, a notification like a, for you guys. It's like That's, a like the Chevron sign. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be right back with more show after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, 
Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Welcome back to the uh, podcast. Shout out to Steve. Steve Cast. Um, <laughs> Steve now. Steve Cast. Um, let's do I really It's Monday. Like so we let's- should- 
Oh, what? No, go ahead. No, I just want to really get Steve on this We should do top one, bottom one, our podcast. favorite Steves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Least yeah. favorite and top oh. Steve. I'll tell you my Maybe favorite. Maybe next week. We already, we already have a category Bannon. for this one. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Buscemi will sweep that, right? Carell is my top. Steve's, do you, I don't really know any bad Steve. Steve Carell, Steve Colbert. Oh, yeah. Anya <laughs> 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 just shot me a look and I'm like, oh, I forgot your history. Um, Dated a Steve. Yeah, Steve. Mm. Uh, Steven, the guy that um, was my PA in uh, at F-Boy. You remember Steven, right? Oh, I like Steven. Scuba I loved Steve. him. I saw him actually the other day on the set of a show. He came walking down the hall and he was just looking at me and I was just like, Steven? Like, because he was <laughs> with us every single day of the yeah. show of f-boy and i haven't seen him since and he all of a sudden just shows up when i was on the show uh the jimmy fallon that's my jam show and i was just like hi and he was and then he took off his mask he's like it's me it's like no put it back on that's how i know you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know you without the mask um but shout out to steven and uh and oh and i remember steven when we were went to go see the whale sharks i got him to talk about like relationships and I was talking so much about my relationship and he like learned a lot from it. He was like, I think I need to like change some of the ways I've been listening and like, cause he was dating this girl and it was, she was just like not into it. And he was like, I really want her back, but I don't know how to get it. And like, and I am happy to report they are so in love and together. And I, I wrote oh, another wow. day, I saw the story. I go, is this the girl? And he was like, yes. And I'm like, hell yes, dude. <laughs> like, cause he's such a good guy. I, no, I, I was remember. so excited. He's such a Steve. That's our new thing for like a good guy is a Steve. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Anya. <laughs> Any Steve born after 1986. Okay. Okay. That's the new prerequisite for good Steves. Because I'm guessing our Steve, you know, the one we were yeah, just talking about. our Steve. Our Steve. That sounds like a <laughs> Taylor Swift song. He's probably born in 1987 for sure. Hey, Steven, the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, he's probably in 1980. Yeah, he was probably like 33. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's what about like he's running from. His inseam. Thirty. What he's running from? I feel like he's running from something. If he ends up by himself in like Santa Ana, I wonder what he's running I from. W- it's. I want to see his biopic, and other things too. But I want to see like the story <laughs> of Stephen. Would you give Steve a kidney, honestly? Like if he needed it, like tomorrow, like if he was like, "Hey, look, I'm." A big I thought you fan said a kid, and I, and I was like, "Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a kidney." I was thinking about a kidney, like if I would give it to anyone, like, wait. To your I sister, under- you would. You have two kidneys, right? And you can give one up, but if your one fails, then you are fucked, right? Yeah, yeah I think. Also, Unless you I have feel someone like-, like that would, I would give a kidney the- to someone, yeah. The girl that gave a kidney to Selena Gomez, I guarantee she got paid a healthy amount of money. She got a little bit of fame from it. It's like it, 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 she got something out of it too. Like you know what and I mean? Like way, she's like, I gave you my if kidney. If someone it's gives like, you a kidney, you don't have to love them the rest of your life. If they turn out to be someone you don't want to be friends with, you're allowed to just go. Yeah. Sorry, things have changed. Yeah. Right. Sorry, you I gave had me a friend give me an insane amount gave- of money before. <laughs> did her? F- yeah. Did the friend give her the kidney or just mm-hmm. a person? What? Was the kidney of a friend? No, it was her friend. Hmm. And now uh, they've had a falling out. I think out they since actually now. had a Everyone fight. Say, I think they had a <laughs> fight, and then they made up, and the girl gave her her kidney. Oh. So they always had like you know an off relationship. I think I'd be like, gotcha. are there any strings attached to this kidney? <laughs> I feel like that. Like I'd rather I sometimes die. feel like friends do you favors, and then it's like, but you can never like i then you can't like because i'm giving you this you can't be um you never can have a falling out and i just don't think 
like it's like i'll give you my spleen kidney is a big you deal. you should at least give up. a shout out in your documentary <laughs> yeah. to someone who gives you yeah. a kidney and, and not call them someone you know <laughs> sorry um but i would give, so after. speaking of kidneys there's a soup called kidney bean soup i'm thinking and we're gonna do is have yeah. one bottom one and the category is soups soups your favorite <laughs> soup your least favorite soup let's start with your least favorite soup andrew what is it i mean now that you say kidney bean i i don't think there's a worse name for a bean like that's disgusting when you, the name of doesn't it like me the, think of like the Dahmer likes it. Um, it doesn't make me think of the <laughs> organ. It makes me think of just the okay. shape of it. Yeah, bladder no, bean. for sure. I also think <laughs> bladders look like that, probably, or liver. That's a good point. Um, it is okay, named a kidney because it looks like a kidney. Bean. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't wait, think what a kidney, think but it, it looks exactly like a kidney. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. You know, uh, I would say my least um, favorite. Wait least favorite Before is we move man, on, what do, oh. to show how dumb we are, what do you think kidneys do? <laughs> Oh, they fucking um, they make Selena Gomez a fucking I celebrity. Either. I I think they help with your piss or something. <laughs> like they, they help like I clean out clean your body. The blood. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. clean your blood. Yeah, they help with your clean your body. <laughs> but what do they filter? And what what are they filtering out? They're yeah, filtering they're filter out the body. I know acid. you turn orange or yellow if your kidney if you have a kidney failure, right? Jaundice. And you need jaundice. dialysis I was for your kidneys. Really? No, John just as an adult. The Jonas Brothers? Body with- <laughs> yeah, Jonas John Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> Shout out, Cole. I like that band. <laughs> um, Nick, you will get that okay. reference. Um, my least favorite suit. Wait, I don't know that. Cole. From, uh, he's Shout big jo- he was a big Jonas Brothers fan from uh, Love Who? is Blind. Cole? Oh. He was? He was. You don't remember? He goes, if you don't like the Jonas Brothers, I won't like you. That was like his whole thing. No. Oh, I not vaguely. Okay, I haven't watched. Have you watched the latest episodes? By the way. Mm -mm. That's a no. I haven't been home. Um. Well, that doesn't mean you can't watch things. Huntsville has. That's a good point. (laughs) Just so much was happening here. You don't understand. I I fucked a horse. So. Um, Least favorite soup. Manhattan clam chowder can go fuck itself. I'm not a fan. Too much clam. Really? I like uh, New England clam because I'm in the What about New cream. England? I'm a huge fan of New England. I Honestly, you don't even need the clams in there. I think the clam is just to make you Agreed. feel like eating I cream alone is kind of weird. I love like But Manhattan, it's too much. Chewiness. It's too much. It's all clam. There's a little hint of tomato. It's just too much clam. So give me I New England clam chowder, Manhattan, Manhattan clam chowder. Stop it. Most people don't know about that. Can um, I be honest? I knew right. there was a red one that I didn't like. I Googled it and I go, what's the red one? And red Manhattan clam chowder? Manhattan yeah. clam chowder. It's my yeah. dad's favorite soup. Yeah. Um, really? No, what's your, dad, your least favorite soup? My Thank least you. favorite soup is a cold gazpacho. Fuck yes, yeah. the gestapo. That's the same vein. Add clams <laughs> yeah. to that. That's what it is. Fuck that. I love. Yeah, like, I don't know tomato based soups. I think I. I don't like it to have. I like least. tomato basil. I, I agree, but I like to drink um, certain salsas if they are really chunky. I will like just do shots of them, uh, especially Nacho Mamas in St. Louis is the best salsa. I've, I would. I literally drink it like gazpacho. Um, but I don't like gazpacho normally when you buy it in a restaurant because it has too much like oil in it. It yes. just it feels like it should be hot. It but salsa is fresh and it feels like it should be cold. Um, well, on a gazpacho, summer day, a I one. guess gazpacho can, I would fuck with it just to cool off a little bit. Not even but. on a summer day for me. 
Mm. Yeah, okay. it's something. I never thought about it as me. salsa. You're right. It is kind of like yeah. in the more in the salsa family than soup. Yeah, it's such a letdown for me. I'm like, <laughs> no, soup is hot. Stop trying to make it something else. Just call it salsa then. Or have you ever ordered soup in the whatever. summer? That's a psycho move. Like a really hot soup. I love. I, do I mean, that. I get extra hot um, lattes in the summer. I'm like the only one that's the hot bar is working for. <laughs> You know, like the people are like steaming stuff, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we gotta, you know, warm up this yeah. machine because it's not being used." Um, I just like a hot. I like to feel heat in my body down my throat. Except in this room. Yeah. Well, it's so cold in here, but I just can't. <laughs> you sleep love a cold room. Huh? That yes, and I'm so grateful to my boyfriend. Cold room, hot, um, hot coffee. Sorry. Sorry for this podcast, Chris, if you're listening about all the Steve stuff, but I'm so grateful to my boyfriend for being, for putting, never complaining about how cold I like it and only just like bundling more and like never giving me a single. Yeah, he just like, that is just such a great quality in a guy. He knows it's important to me and he has no qualms. He would never make me feel bad about liking it. It's just like, that's the way it goes. My girlfriend likes to sleep cold. We are making the room cold. I'm going to put my own, uh, needs aside which he doesn't do in any other space but that one i really appreciate because i could not sleep it, it, it's non-negotiable maybe that's why you like a hot hot drink and a hot hot soup and a hot hot bar because i run cold, i don't cold, know cold. i just I, well i like hot i do extra hot lattes because i drink them too fast and if i don't get them extra hot i will i'll just chug it in one sip I, i'm a chugger my dad coined that phrase when i was like five he was just like you chug everything God, you yeah. slow I down. eat fast. Yeah, You're my dad sugar. would always I'm like, yell. Because I'm yeah. not getting enough love in this family, so I'm looking towards food for it, you freak. You know what I think it is? Um, is and so I get things din- after hot, so I can't if, burn myself. If dinner Basically. sucks, like like dinner with your family sucks, you want to eat, as, you want to just get it done as fast as possible. That's why I think I ate fast because oh. then I ran up to my room after I ate. Like I would like, oh. I wouldn't even chew. I have teeth, I but was whatever. trying to not feel my feelings, but I liked dinners oh, with my family. I would just make se- I would make seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths and stay there. But I would just eat. Oh, I just chug things so fast. <laughs> I just like to consume. Chris just goes, "You're a consumer. You're just consuming." <laughs> you went from one man calling you a chugger to another man calling you a consumer. Yeah, yeah. consumer. I don't yeah. mind because he it's it's calling me a binger, but it's not being. There's no judgment in it. He's like, "You just like to consume things like entertainment." Even when I'm listening to right. the WhatsApp. I go at two times the speed. I just I like, know. I can read a, really fast. I can, I just like a lot of information, a lot of substance getting in my body all at oh once. Oh my gosh, it stresses me out just thinking about it. About what? What's your least favorite just soups? doing that, that fast. Speaking no, but Anya, my least Anya favorite chews soup. on a granola bar for two hours. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, she yeah. just takes these little, she has been working on this and it's still half of working it Working on it. <laughs> for like but 40 wait, minutes. But wait till you see me drink a smoothie. I bet you I, I cannot drink a smoothie slowly. I gotta. It's How gone. do you do that? Does that take restraint for you, or do you just no. not like it that much? I need. Here's the reason why. This Starbucks is empty now, and I need mm-hmm. I need the protein bar with the tea. So if I had had more tea, I would have finished the bar. It's what? weird. Why is that Wait, why not enough need- tea? That's a huge thing of tea. I know. I just. I, it didn't work out. Don't I, you know? Usually, the amount of tea with the granola bar that you're gonna need. Usually I do, but I just was really chugging that tea this morning. So sugar, yeah. you're a chugger, I'm man. A chugger. I, I do it with smoothies and fraps. Oh, yeah, oh fraps. That you spent eight dollars on something that lit eight seconds. Yes, is I'm the same. How fast I suck those down. That's why. I get, that's why I get my drinks extra hot. Is because the burning of my mouth prevents me from drinking it too fast. And mm. everyone oh. just goes, "You like hot drinks?" It's like, no, I need to create 
barrier, barrier. Right, so that yeah. I don't consume it too fast. Okay, soup. My least favorite soup is... Wait, did you say yours? No. No. Get no, yours. I do not like a seafood soup. I hate like an octopus thing yeah. hanging out. I hate clams. I hate mussels. I don't want that at all. Any seafoody like what? Did, what is it called? Bouillabaisse. Hate it. Oh, interesting. I loved. But the I thickness matter. Nope. It's just the amount of seafood wow. I don't like. I I'm not. I'm fine with a shrimp. I don't want it in a soup. I'm fine with a yeah, scallop. Like, it I don't feels want like it in you're a drink, You're eating an Drowned aquarium. Or something. Yes. Yeah. Just a boiled it's aquarium. Like that scene from Little Mermaid. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Just, My hee-hee. You're eating a fish oh, no, tank. Shopping yeah. things and fish that, are flying everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, octopus um, never seem dead to me either. I don't like octopus. Octopus always seem alive. We should even not when you swallow eat octopus. They're smart. They are so smart. You should feel really bad if you eat octopus. I mean, like worse than if you feel eat any other. My, my mom eats. Sometimes I'll buy her squid salad because she gets so excited. Oh, squid salad! Like I got that for her the other <laughs> night. Sale, Nick? We went. Sh- we went to the grocery <laughs> store, and I was like getting sushi <laughs> from my family out of the grocery store. So like not even that nice. But my mom's like, oh. My da- I go, Dad, we're going to Deerberg's. Do you want sushi for dinner? And he goes, no. And I go, I'm not going to get the bargain sushi like mom does, like the day old. My mom gets like half price old sushi that's been sitting on the shelf. It's not even refrigerated. Of course he doesn't want that. I go, I'll buy you a $10 roll. That's like not that much, you know. And then so I went to the sushi. My mom was off looking at the junk, like the old food that was marked down. And I went and I saw squid salad. And I was like, my mom is going to fucking flip if I get this for her. So... I put it in the cart and then she was looking and I go, no, I got a surprise for you. You're not allowed to look. And she goes, what'd you get me? Mm. And I go, well, I got you this <laughs> roll in this roll, but I'm not telling you. And so then we got home and we're watching Celebrity Jeopardy and we're sitting around and I go, mom, you want to know what you got? And she was like, what did you get me? And I go, it's your favorite food. And she goes, squid salad. And I go, <laughs> Like, Aww, yes, why do you like cute. it so much? That's and it's so not cute. an expired one, mom. It's not the cheap one. That's so cute. If my mom gets a squid salad, like what is it? Enough, then. Um, it just looks like uh, unfried ca- un- calamari all piled together with maybe like a little like it just looks. It's cold. Yes, and it's is cold. it on greens? No, it's just she like she just in a, likes the squid. Yes. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I used to like it That's too. Like when straight I to the stuff. source. Okay, my yeah. least favorite soup is one that I I like to be able to navigate the things I want in the soup. And this weekend I got a soup. I got hot and sour soup and I thought it was going to be vegan, but it had egg all littered throughout it. So any kind of egg drop soup, anything that has a lot of stuff, yeah. I thought that was a vegan place. I thought it was a vegan. The place at Reno. Oh. Reno was not vegan. Okay, right. But it had a lot of egg littered throughout it. And um, any soup, I don't like minestrone. I don't like noodles. So I don't like any soup with noodles that I can't get around it. And I don't like Mm. a vegetable soup that has a lot of um, potato in it because potato is a cheap vegetable. It's thrown in to like seem like a vegetable. Let's use a squash. Let's use a sweet potato. But just your cold, hard potatoes, no thank you. You are just wasting my time. (laughs) And let's now go to... um, uh, our favorite soups. That's funny because when I get a potato, I'm like, score. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like them. I don't, I, I, it's also leftover from my eating disorder of thinking potatoes yeah, are Yeah, like I'm with you, Andrew, on the clam chowder. I love a clam chowder and I would love it without any clams. But the potato bits in a clam chowder, it's like, mwah. Yeah, I get that. What's well, interesting okay. you say that because I'm... Final thought. Top, <laughs> it's interesting you say that. It's, it's interesting what you bring Steve that up like, there I wonder. You. Well, Steve just eats pussy for sure. Just pussy soup for sure. Just, <laughs> that tastes like clams. Yeah, pussy drop soup. Fish market. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's the an egg in Kirsten there somewhere. Kirsten said that pussies smell like fish market. <laughs> boom, 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 fish market. <laughs> I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, I just okay, pictured Seattle, Sorry, what? the guy's throwing a vagina in the air and someone catching it, you know? Oh, my God, yes. Wait, final thoughts. What did you just say? Um, uh, uh, Seattle, when someone throws or throws one no, of those No, no, I know you said that fish. before that. You were saying, oh, that's very interesting, oh, oh, oh. Anya. Oh, very interesting point then there. Um, I would say uh, uh, chicken corn chowder is a fucking great soup. Mm. And it's a lot. If you feel like you're eating something. And corn Jimmy chowder. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're eating something. Wait, you know this, what I mean? When, when's the best chicken corn chowder you've had? Like, do you can you recall? like So, what? yeah. So, Hale and Hardy, is, which is in New York, they would sometimes, yes, have, they wouldn't I've have it that. all the time. And they had chicken corn chowder every once in a while. They'd have it like down at the bottom of the menu and I'd fucking lose my mind. I ate so much soup in New York. I was a dog walker because I had to stay yeah. warm. So it's just like I was just yeah. eating that in my fucking just disgusting soup. And it's good for your teeth. Because you don't like to Is chew. It? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't oh, like to I chew. So you just like yeah, suck that's, it. That's a good it's point. good for yeah. your teeth. Yeah, he doesn't oh, like to chew. If you're lazy, so, like yeah, it's food. already chewed up for you. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, soup Noah, is just a what baby is your bird. favorite soup? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> a baby bird puree. Uh, that's Was that what you were going to um, say? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's Wait, not what's my your favorite, favorite soup, soup Andrew. <laughs> mm, that's delicious, My favorite Noah. soup, I think I'd have to say, ultimately, it's going to be the matzo ball soup. Hell yeah. Okay. Represent. She's a that, good Kanye? Jewish girl. She had to answer that. It is a great if you get a good matzo ball. I was ball forced soup. to. <sighs> yeah, you have but to have I a like good matzo ball. Do you like no, a big matzo ball or a little? I, I prefer the big fluffy ones. And I also prefer for the chicken soup not to actually have the chicken pieces in it. I just like it with noodles, <laughs> a carrot, an occasional celery, and a big old matzo ball. And then you have to like dissect the matzo ball, matzo ball yourself. Like you have to like, why isn't it just pre chopped? Oh, no, no, I don't want it pre-chopped. No, no, I mean, no, no one no. would want that, but why not? You know, like, why is that? Why don't point. they put everything in soup? Just like you have to do it yourself. Here's the thing: if why you chop it up, idea. it gets too. It gets. You know, too they wet. say astronauts look at a matzo ball and they realize how small <laughs> we really all are. Uh, um, it's kind of okay. wild. My, Anya, your favorite uh, soup? There's. A, the, I can't remember where I got it. Maybe at Le Pan Quotidien, but there was a spicy oh, tomato. Sexy. Le Pan Quotidien. Mm, uh, Eroticism uh, is dangerous. Did it take dangerous. you uh, eight hours to get this soup because they have the worst uh, service <laughs> yes. in all of the restaurant industry? Le Pan Quotidien. If you want to wait, if you want to be treated like you're an American visiting <laughs> France, go. Go to Le Pen Quotidian. They will fucking... It is the worst service. I just went the other Please day. Please go. If you go to New York to visit, it is a great meal. So go there. But just go to know that you're going... Like, just go to see how long it takes. Because it is... Uh, it's insane. And we couldn't stop going. I had to kill two hours before Resco the other day. Shout out to our dermatologist. And I was like, perfect place. Le Pen. Two yeah. hours. Oh. I got my meal an hour in. Well, the, I got my waiter to come to me 40 minutes of sitting down. Then he came over and was like, would you like a glass of water? I'm like, sure. Yes, this is the way it is. But they let you set up your laptop, so it's great. I I just worked there all day and had a very nice meal. But they used to have a spicy tomato soup either there or somewhere else. It was blended with cheese. I don't think Le Pan does that. But like a creamy Mm. tomato. Oh my God, I love that. A little kick to it. That's my favorite soup. 
There was a soup I was eating every single day of my life when I was living in Queens that I found at this local coffee shop soup place, and I was so obsessed, and I gained a lot of weight from <laughs> eating the soup every day. So this is not a soup you eat every day. I couldn't stop. I was, was addicted it? because it was so good. Ooh. Senegalese soup. It is, is peanut-based. It's a peanut soup. It's, it's a, a peanut chicken peanuts. soup. This is before I was vegan. It, it tastes w- like it's so good. It looks orange. Kinda? It yeah. is. I'm not kidding you. You're not going to get fat from this. Was I was I was seriously having it like three Chugging. large containers in one <laughs> sitting because I could. It was so addictive. She's a chugger. I'm, I'm my <laughs> mouth is watering thinking about it. Yeah. Senegalese soup is so fucking good, and it reminded me of my of my old bird Django who flew out one Christmas because we were bringing in the Christmas tree Aww. and he was a Senegalese parrot Aww. and he's from Senegal, which is I don't know where on the. African continent because I don't know geography, but um, it is the best soup. It's like a peanut based soup, but it's very, it's, there's no chunk in it. It's just a very, it's creamy and it's orange and I love it so much. And if you know what I'm talking about, you fucking know. Let's but go there. You gotta try it. You got, if you ever see Senegalese soup or a peanut soup on a menu, please Would get it. Would you ever Trust go me. back to that place and get no, it? No, because it was chicken in it. Oh. And I have a pro- I'm scared. It's like it's like one of my foods I can't have because it's too good. Um, so if you can show restraint around food, unlike your girl, uh, you should definitely try that soup. And that is all the show we have for today. We are um, going to be back tomorrow from the same location. And then we have shows all week. You know that. And thank you so much for listening. And don't be care. And Steve. Senegalese Steve. <laughs> Just jack soup. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.